drugs could be your biggest enemy. We know that for millennia, humans all over the globe in small pockets of the earth for centuries and eons used whole food diets and natural remedies harvested from the earth to help and to heal. But then came modern medicine. And we celebrated life-changing like antibiotics and surgical techniques. They are amazing and astonishing. But with them, they dragged corruption and hidden political interest. Shall we call it Big Pharma? Okay. Currently, listen to this now. Currently, no natural remedy can legally be labeled or advertised as a cure or a treatment. Uh, And let me give you an example. Even if the food or herb supplement helps 90% of people using it and becomes free of the disease, it still cannot be labeled as a cure or a supplement. Okay? Wait, there's more. While the synthetic rat-tested Uh, monkey-tested, lab-created chemicals that kill more people than it helps can take out pages and pages of advertisement in national magazines and and look at what's on TV. Look at the commercials on TV. We we don't even want to go deep into that. But get a load of this. Now, I want you to sit down. 4% of the world's population is in the United States of America. And 17% of the world's population is in China. Hmm. 80% of the world's drugs are used in the U.S. of A. And only 1.17% are used in China. Something is wrong with that picture. Fasten your seatbelts. We're going for a ride. Go nowhere. Stay tuned. Today is May 11th, and this is a live broadcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are on this great planet. My name is India Holloway. I'm a national board certified colon hydrotherapist, an iridologist. I am the author of a book entitled The Body Doesn't Know How to Die. And you can get it on Amazon. It is five star on Amazon. Thank you very much. And if you care to join us for for this broadcast, if you have something you want to share or say or add or just have a question to throw out there, give us a call at 310-928-928. 7733 or drop us a line at innerlightradio at yahoo.com and we'll get it and we'll put it out there. Uh, I want to always start this broadcast by thanking my regular listeners that are, that are out there and chime in every week at the same time. And I want to give a little bit of gratitude to those new listeners out there that are joining us today for the first time and welcome you back again next week at this very same time every Wednesday from 10 to 11 West Coast time on the Inner Light Radio. We are the healing frequency. So I want to say as always a hearty hearty thank you to our men and women in armed forces. They 
are so needed and and so wanted out there. And at the same time, they are our unsung heroes. So always want to give a, a shout out to them. And while we're doing that, give a shout out to our uniformed uh, people here on the home front. You guys are also unsung heroes, and we're talking about police officers and and firemen, and are always so into school teachers and nurses. Oh my God, the nurses! Oh, you guys are so special. You have no clue. I know that you are not respected enough. You're not paid enough, and uh, we need to give you real serious kudos for what you do and uh, for those people who don't recognize your power here uh, they need to take heed because you give a lot amen meta hey Hi, good morning Eddie. <laughs> oh our, i was over our, here just shouting just our, listening our to our you nurses give all the... my friends in the air yes hey. indeed and hey, you know, listeners, yeah. Uh, Meta, for, for folks that don't know, Meta is my co-host. She's also my sister and uh, biological sister, by the way. Meta is also a, uh, a nurse and a colon hydrotherapist. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. A nurse for 46 years, Indy. Did you know that? 46. Oh, 46 years. Since I was 18. I'm standing up. I salute you. Thank you very much. (laughs) Meta, we're talking about drugs today. Yes, we are. You've been on both sides of the coin, so you Mm -hmm. know about this stuff. You you have seen what it does. You have been a part of that that, that we call modern medicine. Mm -hmm. And modern medicine is so needed. I am not putting it down in any way. Mm-hmm. What I'd like to just bring out to people is how you heard the, the monologue and how 4% of the world's population is in the United States and 80% of the world's drugs are being used here. They're killing right. people. Mm-hmm. They're killing more people than they're helping. And that's a sin and a shame. If we could just bridge that gap of and the paradigm within traditional and non-traditional medicine and use them accordingly, you know, instead of sickness, aiding in sickness and, and not wellness. And but when as you and I have often said, we're not taught that. No. Uh, how many years does... Um you know, just look at the doctors. They have MD behind their names. That means mm-hmm. they've spent an awful lot of money and an awful lot of time learning what they learn to be labeled as the professional for your body. And I'm talking about people who are taught from day one to go running into the doctor and mm-hmm. getting a pill for a pain, I mean, from kids. I mean, we you go to the emergency room, and it's aligned with, with kids that are in trouble mm-hmm. because of one thing or another, be it uh, the um, asthma, asthma attacks mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. like that. But it's a shame. Mm-hmm. We teach them from early on. Well, you know, back in the day, we had nurses in the schools that were just there to call the parents, aid in the need of the child, and it's it was very simplistic. <clears throat> Excuse me. And and what they allowed them to do is just lay down and rest. Give them some water, give them some tea, but now they stand in line for medications. Well, you know, I want to go uh, first of all, to um, you know, we lost our beloved Prince, mm-hmm. and you know, Prince, according to TMZ, 
um, was treated with a drug before, just before his death. Uh, mm-hmm. They said that he was rushed to the hospital, and in the hospital, they gave him what they call a safe shot, and and a safe shot is a shot to bring them back alive for the most part, um, because they have just kind of passed over from using a uh, typical opiate, a pain medication. Now, for years, mm-hmm. according to certain publications, uh, Prince had been you know, on pain medications because of certain things. But if you've ever seen Prince on the stage, you know he wore high heels sometimes and he would jump off the top of the piano into a complete split. He had some hip hip problems, okay? And the man was in a lot of pain. So over a period of time, he did what's called uh, dilated and that's a pain medication that, if I narrowed it all the way down, is a narcotic. But you can get it out there. You can get it across the counter. I mean, you have to have a prescription. But you can get this stuff in different degrees. And for the most part, it is a narcotic. And it is a narcotic because you can get hooked on it. And that's the ultimate word is hooked. The uh, diluted uh, pills that he took, but he also took uh, fentanyl, which is a patch for pain. And that is the same thing. Narrow it all the way down. It's a narcotic. And uh, drug dealers carry it. And there's crazy things that happens with that. People put it on their tongue. You don't even want to know. It's it's devastating. It's devastating how big pharma stays on top. And like I said, if we cannot take natural remedies and advertise them, if we cannot take natural remedies, and even though we know they work, and we cannot put them in, uh, national magazines and take out pages and pages of it. And certainly you don't see it on TV. You just don't. It is against the law and big pharma is at the head of that chapter. They're mm. right there taking over and telling us what we can and cannot do. And, and all these dangers of prescription. Listen, uh, I read this statistic and it blew my mind. It said nearly one half of all adults have taken at least one prescription in the last month. One half of all adults have taken a prescription in the last month. And and listen to this, nearly one third have been taken at least two prescriptions on a routine basis, regularly. Crazy. And and these are things that, what did I say on the onset, uh, most likely will kill. Most likely will take you out. Go mm-hmm. ahead, people. Keep taking that stuff. Uh, Dr. Rab just had a whole show on how that stuff is a killer and how many people are taking it. Oh, he did? Mm-hmm. He sure did. And this is this is what you don't get a chance to hear. Mm-hmm. Studies report that 106,000 deaths every year are from, wait a minute, are from properly prescribed medications. <laughs> well, I beg the differ with that since it's in the headlines and the doctors are put on alert that they are over-prescribing antibiotics oh for sure mm-hmm. they're, they're trying to back off of that since you know the people out here are getting smarter and google is everybody's best friend mm-hmm. certainly is mine and you can 
look up and learn just about anything you need to about all that kind of stuff. And what doctors are saying now, what the American medical profession is saying now, is that if you take an antibiotic, you should be taking a probiotic with it. It wasn't like that 10 years ago. They, I, I would say it, but they would say, oh, no, you don't want to do that. That'll, that'll cut the effects of the um, antibiotic, which is not true. It just helps keep the probiotics, the friendly flora, the friendly bacteria alive in the gut. So there's, there's a lot that goes on now that people are now learning. But this is a data that was collected in the UK, the United Kingdom. It shows that the reaction of the pharmaceutical drugs are 7,750, almost 8,000 times more likely to kill you than an herbal remedy. I hope you got that tattooed in your brain because if you're still taking a drug or if you haven't worked your way off of the drug or are in the position of working your way off of those drugs that you're on, the data has been collected that pharmaceutical drugs are almost 8,000 times more likely to kill you and if you're ready to go, it's nothing nobody can do about that. But, you know, if you're not, take heed. If you are not, get yourself in a position mentally to know that there are other things that you can do to help yourself. This is, it's, it's a lot that one can do there's a there's a lot that you can suffer from all you have to do is take one and you're going to end up taking two and three and by the time you reach another 20 years from now on these drugs you will be crippled cross-eyed blind crazy fat and angry <laughs> and then you die oh that okay? sounds like a healthy enchilada <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a wonderful way to go. Well, listen to this. Uh, our youngest brother called me this morning, just mm -hmm. chat. Mm -hmm. And and I'm saying this because uh, he was telling me, you know, we ask each other how we're doing. Okay. And, and we find out that he had to go to the doctor. He wasn't feeling good. Mm -hmm. And the doctor says, well... Good news is there's nothing wrong with you, but we're going to increase your gout medicine. Yeah. And the reason why they increased it was because he had been out drinking and his body's having aftermath from it. And the doctor told him, says, this, I'm doing this because you're getting older. And you just mentioned how they can stack the medications. You have to think through this. And know that, take responsibility and do the right things and your body will do right by you. What does your book say? Your body your doesn't body know doesn't how to die. know how to die. Right. It only knows how to heal and mend, repair and rejuvenate. That's right. Choice now, is yours. Yeah. And if you are giving your body all the wrong things like baby bro was doing out there drinking and cavoiting. Mm -hmm. he's going to suffer. And if you want a quick fix, there's plenty of them out there, but then that's going to take that quick fix into uh, the leading cause of death. Mm -hmm. Drugs. Drugs. And they're calling it the lead. Look, they're saying that the leading cause of death in the United States is because of drugs. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, it's not at, at, up there at number one, but it is number three and four. Mm -hmm. Leading cause of death in the United States. So, some authorities consider it the second leading cause of death in the United States. Uh, so, you know, herbal remedies. You want to ignore that because the doctor says 
when he went in and did your colonoscopy that you had some kind of stain on your colon and it's because of taking herbal laxatives. Oh my God, don't do that. But it won't kill you. I promise you that. It will not kill you. And, and wait a minute. When, when they say that your colon was stained by an herb, so does coffee. Mm-hmm. So does wine. So does a host of other things. Blueberries. Will stain your colon. So, uh, you know, come on. But it will not kill you. Listen, mm-hmm. there is arthritis medications out there. I want to give you a couple more numbers. First hand. Uh-huh. Arthritis medication. Mm-hmm. According to the statistics that I found, Celebrex is a chemical that's used, that the doctors use. You hear it on TV. You see it advertised in the magazines. You see it all over the place. Celebrex. It's almost like Celebrate. <laughs> this Celebrex arthritis medication will mm-hmm. cost you $4 a day, seniors, $4 a day. But if you take a natural supplement, if you take a natural herb, uh, ginger, uh, turmeric for inflammation, it costs you somewhere in the neighborhood of 38 cents a day. I mean, we don't even look at these things because the doctor gives it to us and we say, thank you, doc. I'll see you in six weeks or I'll see you in six months or I'll see you next year. Or when there's an emergency. But ginger. How about essential oils? If you do an essential oil. And um, you do essential oils. Don't you, Meta? Yes, I do. Okay. So you can take essential oils. And the best ones for arthritis. And this is just one or two drops of oil. There's five of them for um, that's recommended for arthritis. Ginger is one of them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an amazing um, analgesic for inflammation. And then there is turmeric. And the turmeric drops of oil is very beneficial and highly effective. A couple drops, give it some rubs in the area that, and add that to the other ones. Frankincense, a little pricey perhaps, but guess what? There's no chemical reaction. Frankincense, myrrh, myrrh, and orange oils. My goodness, you add these together and you're home free. Is it too much work for people? Do you think that that's what they look at? Or maybe they just don't know? Go to Google. Google's your best friend these days. Remember that. And and even better than that, when you go to um, the uh, YouTube, they'll not only talk it through to you because some people get more from just listening and and watching than reading itself Mm -hmm. so go to youtube there's tons of things there that show you exactly how to do it what to do and and all you have to do is follow suit done and um when you're doing this it's true that natural foods and remedies cause some allergic reactions. This is where you become the master, or I always say the captain of your ship. You are the captain of that body of yours. You know the things that your body likes and what it doesn't like. I have very little allergic reactions to anything. I'm not lactose intolerant. I'm not gluten intolerant. I can, you know, uh, those winds from Santa Ana comes up here and brings some kind of spores and drops it on me. It drives me nuts. But aside from that, uh, you know, certain foods, mm, pineapple a little bit, puts pimples on my tongue, so I stay away from it. You know what foods your body likes what supplements your body doesn't like, 
stay away from them. At the same token, you know which foods your body takes in that gives you heartburn or acid reflux. And instead of not eating it, you just take antacids. Okay, that's dumb. That is not correct a protocol. And when you look at these things, you have to look at certain things that your body goes through when you are taking medications. Doc, my ankles are swelling up. My feet are big as flat Flintstones. What is the problem here? Oh, the doctor says uh, we can take care of that. And then he gives you yet another medication. And he calls it, or uh, she calls it, uh, water retention. Oh, my God. <laughs> so how does that go? It goes for years and years, and it adds up to more and more, and then all of a sudden, whammo, bammo, you're in trouble. Mm. Mm. You know, when I was uh, diagnosed with lupus and rheumatoid back in the day, they didn't know anything about it. And they didn't it was... even have a name for it at that time, did mm. they? Well, they did. They had just named the baby. Okay. But they did not know how to treat it. Uh, so I went away on a sabbatical, and that was when I went with you to California, and it was all starting. But what really made me go on the sabbatical was because they gave me another pill, and it, every every time there was something to change in my body, they would give me another pill. You know, this, like 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 if you had pains in your legs, or if you had you know, pains in your fingers or if you just uh, just didn't feel good, you were nauseous, right, all of right. those different things right. created a different pill. That's right. And okay. so they gave me this particular pill. Now, imagine a shoebox. And I'm, I've got all of these other pills in the shoebox and they gave me one more and it was called Plaquenil. And I was working and the phone rang. I went to pick it up I didn't remember my name. Ruh-roh. I was in trouble, wasn't I? Mm -hmm. That's why I called you and said, guess what I'm giving you for Christmas? I'm going back to California with you when you come home. That's why I left. I needed to do a sabbatical and change my way of thinking and get this under control because it was going out of control. It, it, it did spiral out of control. Anyway, it got worse before it got better. But at the same time, you have to stay in the mindset that this tube will soon pass. You didn't come here like that. Grandma Garrison told me this. You didn't come here like that, and you don't have to leave like that. And especially piece by piece to the graveyard. Don't let them cut on you. You cannot reverse the surgery. Oh, and that is so important for people to know that, uh, you, you know, a lot of times things could be taken care of. First of all, prevention is the key. You have to know that if you're going to ignore prevention altogether, you're going to end up somewhere in the clutches of, of uh, a surgery or a drug or something. You are now in trouble. And, and some of the deadliest things that you can do is go to the hospital and have some surgery. It's deadly. And that's the word. Deadly. It will kill you. So you do the prevention and try to avoid going down that road. But it's, it's easy for me to say it's hard for you to do. I realize that. And I realize that... This is the real world we're living in. You know, we do things. We go places. There's, there's foods and restaurants and fun. Oh, my God, the fun. The drinks, the this, the that. And they're always adding to it and making it even better. Bigger, tastiest, all of it. It's out there. Uh, but you have to recognize that the body has its limits Mm -hmm. And if you're going to push it to its limit, and some people love going all the way to the limits, 
but um, they're also skirting on the edge. I don't think that that is the average person. I think we were just brainwashed or we believe um, that whatever the authority says, and authority pretty much is uh, big pharma. Mm -hmm. They control pretty much everything. Well, listen to this. Talking about big pharma, I went to um, Boulder, Colorado, to have this special heart test. Did I tell you about this? Yes, you did. And the imagery came back exceptional. They couldn't believe this. I went to the cardiologist because our history is as such. On our maternal side, everybody has dropped dead from heart attacks, right? Mm. So I'm checking it out because the, I, I know from working in the uh, coronary care units that you can have problems with the heart and not even know it because there are so many intricate spaces for things to breed and develop. Okay, so with that being said, the cardiologist read it for me when I went for a visit and he said, this is amazing. He says, I haven't seen numbers like this in a long time. And, and quote, for your age... This oh, is exceptional. Stop it. I know. This is exceptional. But let me tell you something. If he had found one thing, they would have given me a pill. They would have tried to, Meta. They certainly would. They would have had to wrestle me to the ground, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I know. We laugh at that, but you know, uh, I, I look at the, the, the kids that. They have diagnosed with uh, all kind of crazy stuff, and we'll we'll give it labels like uh, leukemia and cancers of different parts of the body. Mm -hmm. And if that child is under a certain age, and the doctor says we have to give this child chemo or radiation uh, by law, mother and dad can't do anything about it, and the kid has no word to say in this whole giddy-up. If they don't do chemo and radiation, mom or dad or both will go to jail. Mm -hmm. Amazing, isn't it? That's wrestling you to the ground. That is exactly so. I had to uh, or uh, advocate at several families like this. They didn't know what to do. So what we did was negotiated with the um, powers that be to give it 90 days and let me work with them. And that, that was only given by permission because I'm a nurse, okay? And when we finished with these children, they were, uh, what do you call it, um, art artistic um, ADD. I'm sorry, it was ADD. And we... Filter these children, they were exceptionally bright. That was all, there was no problem with them. They were bored in school and they were not ill behaved. They just didn't have anything to do. So, anyway, long and short, they were going to uh, punish the uh, parents, as you said, because they wanted to put these children on drugs. That's the answer to most things that go on when it comes to the healing or the, the sick community, when all we have to do is recognize those little things that, uh, that the kid's going through. We just have to recognize certain things. Some parents are too quick to put the kids on drugs, and um, some of them are just don't even think to go any mm -hmm. other route. I have uh, some information that just popped up from Tammy. Uh, thank you for responding, Tammy, to the show. Tammy says, how much turmeric on average should one use to re relieve inflammation of the body? Oh. You want to you chime in on that, Matt? Well, well, first of all, that is the top of the pendulum for inflammation. Inflammation, mm -hmm. inflammation 
is the foundation for all disorders and diseases. So now listen, how long does it take, Indy, for a disease to develop? Well, diseases come into the body. Uh, let's look at cancer. Cancer takes about 20 years, mm-hmm. 10 to 20 years before you even have a symptom to show that, the, you know, you got an issue. And so, uh, a, as a rule, if you have already gotten there, if you have already built up to that point where you have inflammation and you know it's inflammation, um, couple things. First, you need to figure out how much inflammation is in the body, and you can do that through just going to your doctor if you know the right things to ask. And, and secondarily, if there is inflammation, look at a couple things, acute, subacute, chronic, and degenerative. Acute meaning it's right on you, it's right now. Subacute, it's been going on for maybe three weeks. And, and uh, chronic, now that's where most diseases take its effect, is when it becomes chronic. A chronic disease has been going on for more than three months. That's some serious inflammation there. And just as an aside, no drug is designed to help get rid of inflammation over a period of time, to get rid of it. It will diminish it. It will hide it. It will disguise it. But it will not get rid of it. You can take turmeric and other supplements that will rid your body of the inflammation. Now, okay. you, you want to finish? I, I, I want to interject this, though, Indy. Hmm. Um, all of that that you just brought us up to date on the disease process, it will take a long time to reverse it because of the intensity of it and the um, mild form, it's not harsh. Turmeric and all of the other supplements are not harsh. So it's going to take a while to undo what's been done. So everybody is going to go uh, have a different regimen as to how it works for them. But at the same time, you have to do other things other than just take turmeric. Because the, the terrain in the body, the constituencies in the blood are already saturated with inflammation that now is systemic. Once it becomes systemic, then it's throughout every organ, and it, then it causes an imbalance in the hormonal system. Now, once the hormonal system is imbalanced, the metab- all the organs are imbalanced. So now, what is the disease? What is the process that's going on at this point? But you can start out, uh, you have to change your diet. Go to an anti-inflammatory diet anti-inflammatory diet and that means do not eat anything that causes or feeds inflammation if you've got a mild infection in your body that's where inflammation comes from in the first place it starts to fight against the infection in the body it could be so mild under the radar that it's undetectable but as Indy said you can go to the your doctor and get some lab work that can help determine, detect and determine where it's coming from. Now, one of those things is C-reactive protein. And we've done a whole show on that in the past. But CRP, C-reactive protein, when the labs come back, should say zero. That's the number you're looking for. If it's one or two, okay, fine. But I had a lady come back and her CRP was 27. That's huge. 
That's a lot of inflammation in the body. And it could be anywhere and all over and everywhere. Mm-hmm. So CRP is one of those markers for inflammation. So Tammy, understand your CRP. So that's just one thing. But let me just let you know, along with food, uh, Meta has mentioned, when you eat, you want to eat and reduce whatever food's going in your mouth so that you put the turmeric in or whatever you're going to take. And, it, and it's not doing anything if you're still doing the bad foods, the, the, the harsh amount of sugars, the red meats. If you're eating red meat every day or even twice a week, it's not good. Artificial means of food going in your face. Uh, a lot of people eat foods every day, all day long, that are not real. So, you know, you got your artificial cheeses, you have your... Um, the breads that have all kind of preservatives, even if it says fortified. Fortified is artificial, okay? <laughs> it's just like you can't win for losing. You got all kinds of stuff going into your body that has a hard time leaving the body because the body doesn't know what to do with it. And it's blocked and it's impaired and um, it's it, it can't regulate itself or dispose of what you just did Stephen so the King, body the stores it in different areas of itself and now you're in trouble so and you have to get that rotten stuff out because that is your center for inflammation and the bugs love it mm-hmm. the bugs love to breed and they breed off of it and once they start breeding and becoming in, in an imbalanced form in your body, then you have a disease. You can't take turmeric and expect to get rid of that to reverse that. What turmeric will do and other things like protease, we didn't talk about that, to help with uh, inflammation. It is a protolytic enzyme, which means that it, it helps to fight for your body against in, especially inflammation. But if you take and um, move the waste out of the body, get you gotta the waste let out. it out. You gotta get it out of there, right? And then reinstate. Keep continue to reinstate those things that will help put the fire out of the body. So, so, so with turmeric. Uh, See if we can't narrow it down to Tammy a little bit better. So what we're saying um, is that you get rid of the craziness going. The process. Soda, that is at the top of the list to get rid of. Sugar, yes. Sugar, ice cream, all that. If you're in pain and you still want to eat this stuff and drink this stuff, nothing we can do about it. Have at it. Yeah, you're on. But if you don't want to suffer, if you, and this is the bonus, the bonus is that you will lose weight, you will mm-hmm. start looking better, your hair will stop falling out, your ankles mm-hmm. will cease to explode into the elephantitis. There's mm-hmm. a whole host of things that's going to happen as a bonus. And all you did was change your diet. Pain and start- is, yeah, pain is no fun. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And, and this is what I, I told one of my clients yesterday. I said, watch old folks when you're out there in the store or in the mall or whatever. Just watch them. Just sit and people watch. Mm-hmm. They always touch what's in pain. If they have a <laughs> headache, they're rubbing the back of their neck or their head or their temple. Mm-hmm. If their hands are full of arthritis and swollen and in aches and pains, they're rubbing their fingers. Even though they're laughing and scratching, they're rubbing those hands. And if they can get down to the feet, they'll sit down and rub the feet, right? Mm -hmm. If it's pain in the body, you're going to touch it. Most people that I like to see are those that are walking around rubbing their belly. Oh, my God. 
that digestive tract is way off skelter. So um, looking at a good alkaline diet, um, Tammy, is right up there to get the acid out of the system. And mm -hmm. all meat is acidic. All sugar is acidic. If it's coming out of a box, a can, or a bag, you're eating acidic foods. You want to stop it and eat all natural, have all natural intakes. And do that for more than a month. With a month under your belt, a month is a good marker for certain things in your body turnover. And in that turnover, uh, like a woman's cycle, 30 days, right? Or 28 days and you got a cycle. Your skin exfoliates every 28 days and new skin comes to the surface. Old skin exfoliates and it uh, starts all over again. You have certain areas of the body that take 60 days and another area that takes 90 days. If we're into 120 days, we can best believe you were way out there. You'll start feeling better almost instantly when you just clean the system, when you just get the waste out of the colon and start hosing down the walls. That's the first step. Mm -hmm. That's the first part of it is cleansing and then adding on top of that the good stuff so the body can naturally rejuvenate. Amazing what it does. Get mm -hmm. rid of the cheese, Miss Tammy. I know you're hooked on the cheese. Get rid of that stuff and eat more fruits and vegetables. Okay? All, cheese, all cheese isn't bad. Now, I'm the biggest rat in town, okay? Yes, Miss Rat. So I, said, <laughs> so I had to find a way. They have all kinds of cheese substitutes like rice cheese and all this sort of thing. But it's nothing as good as old age cheese. Now, and white old age cheese. Those are the best, better for you because they're aged. And they have a property that will allow them to uh, break down better in the system. But you, again, you have to uh, monitor how much you eat. You, you, everything in moderation. Yes, but, you know, a lifetime of excessive dietary um, acids, like mm -hmm. we just mentioned, uh, is going to promote bone and muscle loss. And mm -hmm. every year after the age of 30, you're losing 2 to 5% of your bone, muscle, and brain. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's a triangle. We that's scary. Well, you said <laughs> bow-legged, crippled, and crazy from head yeah. to toe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're going to get the high blood pressure, and you're going to have increased mm -hmm. risk of kidney stuff, stones, and failure, uh, aggressive uh, different things that you're going to have in the form of breathing. There's all kinds of things that the body is going to go through and each one of these are going to take you into the doctor and they're going to give you another pill for it. Okay, another that, pill. Hold, hold that thought. Now listen to this. Our big sis, we have an older sister and she uh, had sciatica. Okay. And you know what that is, right, Indy? Of course. Okay, tell the audience what that is. Uh, a sciatic nerve is a nerve pain. It's the longest nerve in your body. starts at the base of the back, goes all the way down to the big toe. And that sciatica or that sciatic nerve is the largest nerve. Look at your thumb. That When that nerve is inflamed, it's about that big around. It is huge, but it's squeezed between muscle and nerve. Okay, now, now, very painful, and it's painful to walk. <clears throat> Excuse me, our oldest sister uh, went to the doctor because they were talking about, uh, they diagnosed it with sciatica and that they were going to do surgery. And I said, why would they do surgery? And she says that uh, that would give relief to the pain. Well, I just spoke with her the other day, and she says, I've lost, what was it, 15 pounds. I am now down to uh, 100, 
excuse me, 200, 222 pounds. She's, I said, whoa, 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 back up. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's <laughs> down to? What I was said, she up to? I said, when did you go up? I thought you were 120 pounds. She says, oh, I was 248 pounds. I said, oh, Sylvia, wait a second. Back I up. Said, back I up. Said, no, only, I said, no, you have babe. to understand. She, when she came here in February, she uh -huh. was 232 pounds. So she went up from there. Okay, go ahead. Sister loves to cook. And she obviously loves to eat. eat it too. But anyway, she is only five feet. I said, Sylvia, I'm going to give you five feet. And I, I know you're shorter than that, but. I'm going to give you five feet. I said, that is too much weight. Well, the doctor says I could get down to 175 and be good. And I said, no, mm -mm. you need to get down smaller than, than that. And she says, I, well, I won't look good if I lose too much weight because I'm big boned. Oh, please. Okay. That give me a monkey break already. <laughs> she won't look good. So this is okay. Okay. But here's the deal. This is the bottom line. My point. She says, my leg feels so much better. Oh. I said, so it will go completely away, away. if you get all, all of that weight off of you. And start and eating like you got good sense. Thank you. Like you got good sense, people. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. if you eat like you have no sense, you will suffer. Mm -hmm. Like big sis. Mm -hmm. That's just no fun. Dragging and limping and, and you know, oh no. And in pain. Mm. Pain is a big issue for a lot of things. And mentally, emotionally, how about that? If you've got things in your background that you're still thinking about and holding on to, it can create pain. You've got to let it go. And do the things that bring you comfort to your mind, your spirit, and your soul. And, and you know, I, I hate to talk about the boys because I love guys. I really do. But you guys, you have motivations. And your motivation for doing the right thing is usually pain. Top of the list. Wait, no, blood. Or is it just not feeling good? Like no energy. Low energy, pain, and bleeding. Yep, that'll do it. Motivation for the boys. Other mm. than that, they're going to eat it, take a little heartburn medication or something <laughs> for acid <laughs> reflux, make it go away, and go back and eat the rest of that chili cheese steak. <laughs> Indy, oh, 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 I was watching the doctors a couple days ago, mm -hmm. and on there they had Dr. Phil. Well, a while back, and it had to have been about three or four months ago, I looked at him, Dr. Phil, one day. He had this interesting uh, show. And I said to my husband, I said, look at his face. There's something going on with Dr. Phil. And he looked at me and he says, well, he's Dr. Phil. I said, no, no, no. And then I realized he wouldn't see what you would have seen it if you had looked at his face. But anyway, long and short... He comes on the doctors yesterday and he says that he was feeling, what did you say, tired. He had no reason why. He played tennis. He was active, da, da, da. He said the only thing that he could have thought about to change, he said, was his diet. Because if it wasn't glued down, hammered down, cemented down, he ate it. <laughs> well, the doctor said good news and bad news. The good news is there's really nothing wrong with you. The bad news is you have diabetes. Dr. Phil? Mm-hmm. Diabetes? Diabetes. That's what I'm talking about, people. He that said this is, is something you I'm can manage. About. This The doctor told him this is something you can manage, get rid of, but you have to manage it. And have a discipline about yourself. This is the guys now. Most guys eat like what you're talking about. And, and you know, it is horrendous. The little things 
that one can do to maintain a good, healthy existence. It doesn't mean that you can't occasionally drink a glass of wine or occasionally have a bowl of ice cream. You can mm-hmm. do a lot, but you got to give your body a chance to reset, reboot, restart. Mm-hmm. And taking all the right things in as a rule will help you do that. But uh, it, it's amazing how, I, I like I had a lady in the other day, and I said, you're, you're going to have to start right now doing this, this, and that. And she says, well, I'm going to have to wait till next week because uh, I'm, I got a birthday coming up <laughs> and I'm going to eat that uh, carrot cake <laughs> and I'm going to drink that, you know, martini or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I go, then you're not going to get started. You're not even going to get ready to get started, to get going, to even commence because you're not ready. And you know what's so bad about that? Hmm. is when they, when they really have no way to look but up, they start asking God, begging God to send them a life raft. And that's too late. That is definitely too late when you can be doing it right now and taking sole responsibility for your own health and wellness and the care of it. Just be directed to have a communication with your doctors or whomever your provider is, but taking notes and making sure you stay on top of your game. You have to. You have to take your blood pressure on a routine basis. I, I don't have diabetes. I never did, and I never will, because I take my blood sugar levels on uh, at least three times a week. I know what it is at any given time. Uh, I know what to do. I know what to eat. So all you have to do is follow some basic directives and make that your directives. It has nothing to do with anybody else unless you have a small child that you're now responsible for and that you are guiding them into uh, a future of good health. I like to tell my clientele to eat uh, fermented foods in front of every meal. Um, you're, you'll be amazed at what that does. We'll talk about that on one of the other uh, broadcasts. Also, you should always, always, always take probiotics. That should be part of your everyday intake. Meta mentioned protease enzyme. And um, a lot of my clients are on the protease enzymes. There's a lot that one can do that will help you out and step back off of the crazy foods. Stop doing that. It'll Drink bring more your, water. Mm-hmm. It'll bring your blood pressure down. It'll uh, decrease anything your kidney and your liver is going through that you don't even know is happening yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And when it springs up like a surprise party from hell in a crisis, <laughs> you're in trouble. All right. Meta, tell folks where we can reach you. You can reach me at metanasa at hotmail.com. My name is India Holloway, your host here on the Inner Light Radio. I'm asking, if you will, join us again next week at this very same time. You can reach me at India's Healthy Living at yahoo.com. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, Metanasa, with love and great gratitude. Ciao for now. Bye now.